Welcome to the Align Nutrition Podcast, a place where eating doesn't get in the way of living. We use science and psychology to move past the challenges you face while healing your relationship to food. I'm your host, Erica Drury, a registered dietitian and intuitive eating counselor. For the past 10 years, I've been helping people like you find a happy medium of flow and balance with eating. If solving these issues were easy, you would have figured it out already. Expect to learn a new way. Each week, you'll hear trainings, listen in on mini coaching sessions from people on your same path, and learn from other guest professionals. I'm so glad you've joined me. Hey there, welcome back to the Align Nutrition Podcast. We just celebrated one year of recording episodes. So thank you again so much for being here, so much for listening, and I truly hope that they help you. As always, contact me on Instagram at Align Nutrition. Let me know how you're finding it, any topics you want me to cover, which is how we wound up with today. Today's podcast is a ask me anything format where I answer two to three of your questions, kind of rapid fire. They are quick to the point to help you get you some information, get you some support. Let's dive into the first one. So the first question is surrounding how do I deal with rapid weight gain and recovery? Is this something I should expect? And how do I deal with it if so? So when it comes to rapid weight gain and recovery and what this person meant by recovery was that they're starting to heal their relationship to food. This could also be recovering from disordered eating, years and years of chronic dieting, healing from an eating disorder. However you frame that term, I always talk about healing your relationship to food because it's so universal and accompanying this wide spectrum of eating concerns. All of us have to kind of find our way onto the other side again. So when it comes to rapid weight gain, you know, it's a common fear. It's completely different from everyone. This is one of those questions that is a bit hard for me to answer, but I'm happy to speak around it and share what I can. You know, our bodies, our starting points, they're just completely unique. This is a topic that I talk about all the time with people who I'm working with privately or who might be in my group program and we're connecting around this topic. So if I can ever help you dive deeper into this, then you're welcome to inquire to work with me. So what I do want you to understand here is for some of us who are restricting carbohydrates and we start eating them again, our bodies will instantly restore vital water weight. And what I tell people is that for every gram of carbohydrate that we consume, our bodies store four grams of water. This is a beautiful thing. This is the Krebs cycle at work. If any of you have a clinical background, It's the way that our body creates energy and carbohydrates are the most abundant energy source in our bodies. And so when we haven't been eating enough carbohydrates or restricting them for any reason, and then we start, we're going to, if we are weighing ourselves, or maybe we're even just imagining it in terms of how we're experiencing our bodies or in our clothing, it's always hard to tell kind of what what level of that is how you're experiencing your body, the feelings, the thoughts, the beliefs that you're having versus, you know, an actual change and and for a lot of us, can it can be both. So that's the first thing I want you to understand is that you are restoring water weight to your body where it was, you know, depressed of that. So it's not, you know, as much as we negatively associate rapid weight gain and, you know, it's really, it really doesn't have to be. 
you know, this is normal. It cannot be avoided. It is biology at work. And it's really good for us to, you know, be eating enough carbohydrates when it's a foundation for so many of the other things that you'll do and healing your relationship to food. So I think understanding that, you know, if you are weighing yourself or you are feeling different, I don't recommend weighing yourself, but if you are, that you might see that quote unquote weight gain come back on. So, you know, the other thing I like to frame out here is really defining what is rapid weight gain. A lot of people aren't thinking about it in this way, but our weight is fluctuating from two to five pounds in a day. So again, you know, if you were thinking about that and I mean, four to five when we're on our periods, like our weight is not a static measure. I think we assume that it should be this straight line and really, you know, thinking about like, what does it mean to maintain weight or, or to, to lose weight or to gain weight? You know, what does that even look like? And a lot of us, because it's an emotional response in ourselves, that can be hard to maintain an even keel. Like for example, I'm just making up a number. If you weigh 211.2 pounds on one day and you weigh 213.1 pounds on another day and you know 214 the next, 210 the next after that, that's maintenance. And so if you were approaching it from this assumption that if I'm eating more, I will weigh more. If I'm eating less, I will weigh less than you're, you're really riding this emotional roller coaster of my weight's up, my weight's down, my weight's up, when my weight's down, when really if we zoom out, you're just maintaining your weight. So again, it's not a bad thing if you gain weight or a wrong thing if you do, but I wanted to point that piece out too, because I think a lot of us kind of incorrectly assume that that we are gaining weight and, and, and maybe some of you, you know, actually are as well. And again, that's totally fine. But I wanted to mention that. And, you know, I think the biggest thing when it comes to, you know, weight gain in recovery and dealing with it and managing it is that, you know, we have to remember that just because we weighed something less or more or whatever, there's all these associations with it. So if you associate, you know, being a certain weight as that time you were depressed in college, and now you weigh the same as you did then, or now you weigh 50 pounds more than you did then or whatever, that we're assigning a lot of meaning to these numbers and this weight and the change and that surely it's a bad thing. And so what I like to remind people, and I don't know you, so if this doesn't resonate and you're listening and you're like, you don't get me, Erica, like message me, we can talk about it. It's okay if your situation is different. Again, you know, this is what I do with clients all the time. But, you know, if we're thinking broadly, if we're thinking generally, your weight is what it is when you are eating in and what's aligned with your values. So in other words, if you're not restricting your food intake, or maybe you're not wildly binging, or you know, you're not dealing with frankly both of those things, or maybe you're taking a break from exercise to work on healing your relationship to food or your relationship to exercise. Maybe you're dealing with a mild depression right now. Maybe you've been really anxious. All of these things can impact our weights. And so, you know, we can't just assume that it's just this narrow focus of again, eat less way less, eat more, way more. So I really like to remind you that it's not this static thing that is supposed to stay the same. And if it changes, like it's going to change again. And so what I mean by that is that, you know, what you weigh now may be different two years from now. And that may, you know, maybe it's less, maybe it's more, maybe it's the same. I tend to take a really neutral lens on this because, you know, we really all are valuable people in not directly tied to the size of our our bodies, even if 
if that's the narrative that we receive from society. So again, I know this isn't maybe as specific as you hope, but I really wanted to address it and point out a couple of those topics and and things. And again, if you're interested in, in going deeper or wanting to work through that with a professional, I'm, I'm happy to discuss some of these things with you. I'll link in the show notes to where you can inquire to work with me. Okay. So the next question we have here is a favorite breakfast when you don't know what to eat. A lot of you are learning how to eat in a way that's outside of a diet plan or different from your eating disorder. Most of us feel that, oh my gosh, I'm eating more. You know, I don't know what to have besides a yogurt for breakfast or a protein shake. You, you've just been inundated with this for so long that you're trying to literally decide how do you put a meal together? Because sometimes I don't know what to eat because it's just overwhelming to make that decision. And again, this is something that I love working with people on. You know, If I'm meeting with you as a client or you're in my group program, we might be constantly coming up with new breakfast ideas or lunch ideas or dinner ideas. So what I tend to recommend is to pair food groups. And I tend to think of food groups as carbohydrates and protein, calcium, and fats. So we're thinking about like carbohydrates are any food that breaks down into sugar. We have grains, we have fruits, you know, we have starchy vegetables. We have some of our like processed like snack foods, cereals, et cetera. And then over in the protein, calcium, fats, that's where you have like yogurt, cheese, nut butter, seeds, obviously like meat, beans, things like that, legumes. So we're separating the two of like you put this with this. So And then you're just really mixing and matching those things together. And that's the idea is that we're trying to get multiple food groups. We're trying to pair them so that we have a really satisfying instance. We have a really satisfying meal that's meeting a lot of different properties. So carbohydrates, they give us energy. They contain fiber. They help us feel full. Protein, calcium, fats, these things help us feel sustained for longer over a period of time. And they're also vital nutrients to our bodies. So for carbohydrates, maybe you're thinking of bagel, fruit, and oats. So those are three. Maybe your list is different. Maybe your list is longer. And then on the other side, we have protein, calcium, fats. I have like yogurt, eggs and cheese, nut butter, seeds. So again, mix and match, put them together. So you might have something like overnight oats with fruit, chia seeds, and nuts, or a bagel sandwich with eggs and cheese, or a cereal with slivered almonds, ground flax, fruit, and yogurt. So again, we're putting these things together in a way that's really satisfying. And when you don't know what to eat, I think it's really picking things that are super easy to you. If bagel is a food that makes you feel anxious and overwhelmed at the moment, then pick waffles. You know, if nut butters feel like they're too much and they're scary, then, you know, maybe you're using cream cheese or, you know, lesser of them and working up to adding more, those kind of things. So again, pick a couple and pair them together and I think the biggest thing is just having that breakfast in mind, you know, whether it was you're preparing by getting those foods at the grocery and then maybe the night before or the next day, just kind of having that option ready to go. Maybe you have a list for the week, nothing overly rigid or super planned out, but just kind of give it as kind of penciled in. Uh, These are some things that I can put together in the morning when it's time to, to get started. So yeah, that's it for our rapid fire. Ask me anything today. We have been talking about weight gain. We've been talking about pairing in breakfast foods. And when you don't know what to eat, you could also use this concept with lunch and dinner or snacks. I think breakfast foods are excellent. Not that foods have to be limited to a certain meal, but traditionally breakfast foods are great for snacks as well. So or lunch, if that's your thing, 
you know, so I, I hope that this was helpful to you again. If this is something that you want to go deeper on or talk more specifically about your own situation and making a plan just for you, then inquire to work with me via the link in the show notes. I would love to help you. And I look forward to talking to you next week. If you ever have any topics that you want me to cover here, definitely DM me on Instagram and we'll make it happen. Thanks to you for listening. Find me on Instagram at Align Nutrition. Let me know if you like this or if you have other topics or ideas for the podcast. I love hearing from you. If you've gotten something out of this, help us reach more people who need this message by subscribing in your podcast app. A nice rating and review also helps us reach more people and is so appreciated. I hope you enjoyed this episode and until next time.